0: The Big Late Presents Hello, I'm Sean McDonald. you're listening to Glethered and my guest is comedian Mark Black. This episode is a bit different to the usual format and a throwback to the very first ones in 2019 but it's part interview, part conversation that just flows on its own. We start off by reading out some embarrassing stories that I've been sent in before talking about how Mark ended up writing and creating comedy with his brother Paul, which shows like pity party on BBC Scotland, live performances and their numerous viral videos such as this one. Nah don't get a fuck John, a fucking rattler come right across the flare
1: and then she'll see. Don't film
0: me, Courtney. We also talk languages, stand-up comedy, and who we find funny. And as always, there's plenty more. This episode is brought to you by Debt Experts Don't Fret About Debt. If you're struggling with debt and you'd like a free chat with an impartial advisor to discuss your options or to see how you can lower your monthly payments towards debt, then visit don'tfretaboutdebt.net forward slash levered. You can also listen to my episode with Don't Fret About Debt Senior Debt Advisor Tommy Gallagher where we discuss taking back control of your debt and various solutions available. Don't Fret About Debt I offer all statutory of debt solutions in Scotland helping you to make an informed choice. So take the first step to dealing with your debt today. Free advice is also available from the Money Advice Service. If you enjoyed this episode, feel free to share it. Cheers. These are my favourite types of podcasts, getting to just sit with a pal and just have a laugh. Aye. I honestly want to dive into these stories, Let's right? do it. Um, I'm going to just read them out to you. So, as explained in the intro. Is this just people that have sent these in to you? The, or aye. Right? So I asked for people to send me embarrassing stories. Um, I've, I'll have i start with a couple of my own, right? Aye, go for it. So that I'm not just laughing at the other people's misfortune. <laughs> um, I'm going to just I come back to my notes. Right, so I'm going to start with this one in the sunbeds, right? Right, go for it. So, do you remember there was, a, I don't know if you'll know, right, but for anybody, this was about like 2010, and there was a sunbeds next door to Tunnel on uh, it's like Mitchell Street. No, nah, I wouldn't have It's now Revolution, right? Is Revolution a Club. Ah, uh, it's like right, a bar. Right. And it's like, so, run right about there at Mitchell Street, and I'm always careful when I go in everything's locked and all that kind of thing and they were roasting so this was like 2010 I couple of my pals I can't remember who and I don't think I even said to them at the time such was the level of my pure mortification, I was just so embarrassed I was in like the second there's a big long corridor right so I was in like room number two or something but it was like 10 rooms you need to walk up this corridor to get to them and as it's finished I'm pure roasting I'm sweating and all that and I'm like I need to cool down so, I've just pushed the bed up, right? I'm sitting on my Blackberry curve. It would have been, I'm just sitting on my phone. In the bed? Aye, in the bed, like just lying back, just trying to cool down, right? Because I'm roasting. I'm like, before I even start getting oh, yeah, yeah. getting ready or that, I need to stop sweating. I know that sounds disgusting. See, so, like my peripheral vision, right? I've just seen movement. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been like in denial. So, I never even looked. I was like, nah, nah, nah. nah. And then I saw a movement again and I've looked in the door's wide open and I'm lying there like just lying back <laughs> and I was I was like I can't I, I'm not even saying oh, it I've shit. just shut it and then I'm like was see it hiding in the sunbed no so you imagine mean... it right the sunbed is now open because I've like pushed it up ah, yeah. and I'm just lying there completely naked on the sunbed on the sunbed but like I haven't got up at this point Wait, so just engrossed in your fucking just Black engrossed play. in my phone and BBM <laughs> <laughs> I like oh, the Facebook fuck. app and they walked past me. Uh, another one. This I just LBC remembered this.
1: The, no. Well,
0: I'm assuming so because I was lying there for about five minutes. And big like sweaty boy and then, just, uh, and then I've just noticed somebody moving. Um I actually have to go The reason I remembered this is because I have to go down to Essex on Tuesday, right? And uh, when I was a wee boy, I stayed there with my mum. And I remember she was looking for a new house and my grandpa was there. And he came with us as we went to like view them. And it was people, like, expecting you and, like, taking you in. She was mm. like to buy a house. And uh, I remember kind of just... I was <laughs> so embarrassed to even remember this, man. I want to hit stress, right? I was seven, no, 27. Oh, yeah, yeah, The guy's been, like, showing us about and all that. And I'm, I'm, we're in the kitchen, all the adults are kind of talking. And there's been a bit of movement or whatever, or people have changed. Remember, I'm only, like, everybody's waist height. And I've an up to this guy... Well, what I thought was my grandpa and I, like, playing with a zip on his jeans. <laughs> and that I was, was like, so it was, there uh, I've looked up. I think my grandpa's went, here, what are you doing? And I'm a uh, I froze. And I'm like, why is his voice behind me? <laughs> and who's this in front of me? And I remember, like, looking up. And there's just big guys just kind of looking down at me.
1: Guys, yeah, don't stop, son. <laughs> I wanted to
0: die. Right, at this. Oh, my God, that's fucking... And I'm going to start reading these out, right? This one's to remain anonymous. Okay probably and uh, I, I, I want if my family listen I want them to stop because somebody start getting x-rated just turn okay, it off okay. right, I'm just going to read it. this is exactly as I was sent it ended up back at an ex's brother's house after one too many drinks round the fire pit and multiple arguments between him and his girlfriend of over 10 years one thing led to another after trying to refuse I couldn't resist and ended up pounding him on the kitchen floor <laughs> At some point throughout, the girlfriend upstairs must have heard and I was distracted when she flicked the big light on, exposing exactly what was going on beneath her. She she then took it upon herself to gallop over the kitchen, book me on the side. I gave her that one as it was deserved. I then stumbled around trying to gather my belongings in an appropriate manner, considering I could barely string a sentence together she can sit, she continued to shout names at me her favourite her favourite being whore I left really <laughs> upset I tried to call a taxi and unfortunately at that moment my phone died I had to proceed back to the crime scene chap the door and ask her to call me a taxi <laughs> obviously this didn't go down well I try to look at mistakes as lessons the lesson I learned here was don't ever leave the house without a phone charger how funny is that man and they want to remain Anonymous? It says Remain Anonymous. When I, I, I read that and absolutely tears of laughter. How, have you ever, oh, do you have any, have you got any stories that you've, like,
1: like that kind of story? Like any I,
0: kind, anything everything. that involves people being embarrassed or humiliated? Oh, I've
1: got loads, but, eh, uh, reminded me one, eh, <laughs> uh, one at my, my cousin's school, right, so my cousin Kean, he's a bit of pain the arse when he was letting furgy or whatever he was like a bit of an edge right and in our school in Bella Houston there was a big hill uh, massive bit of grass a big steep hill right and they used to run up to the younger <laughs> the younger um, pupils like they were letting furgy or year, and they'd run up and whack their ass off them <laughs> and they called it an itchy bum dive right so he'd run up and turn them and whack their ar- arse off these wee guys and knock them down the hill, right? It's harsh. <laughs> he sees this wee guy, stunned with his head up, right? And it's a big fucking steep hill. And he goes like, just like perfect target, he just runs up. And he's Kieran's a big fat guy. And he runs up, and just whacks his arse off this wee guy. <laughs> <laughs> we guy rolls all the way down the hill. <laughs> the hood comes up and it's a wee lassie. Oh no. <laughs> it's a wee fucking... A 11 year old lassie
0: uh, did it and hurt him after it.
1: No, but I mean, he was mortified. I he was felt mad.
0: bad. Right, that mate, that takes me into this one. Right, first of all, I, I, I genuinely am saying this because I feel like I have to. No laughing at anybody's physical appearance, anything like lot. But it's a funny story, and I believe the person eventually would laugh. Um, I'm going to have to change the guy's wording so as not to be out of order. Hmm. I don't know if I'm actually getting the right term. I'm going to read it. Hi, Sean. I've got a belter for you, mate. I went to see Idols at the Barris just before the first lockdown. I was with two mates who like their weed. I don't smoke that stuff normally, but after a few beers, I had a huge puff on a cannabis vape, and it sent me and my other mate, who also doesn't smoke it, on a nice weed trip. Neither of us spoke for about an hour leading up to the gig. I love the band, and I like to get involved down the front, so I made my way down on my own halfway through. It gets pretty rowdy at their shows, but there's also a nice wee band-led deal and etiquette to help each other when it gets wild, if anyone falls over. So I'm in the mosh pit, and the guy in front of me is falling backwards, so I try to pick him up from under the arms, thinking I was being a nice, friendly guy, but he turns around and looks at me like a piece of shit. Then I realised he was a dwarf. I wanted to die. I blame the weed. (laughs) I did it. Not to go down the hole right. Oh, oh, Try to be boy, over, boy. over overly PC, but I've if I've if I've used the wrong terminology Right there, I'm sorry, but I think that was quite funny. Um Aye, that's fucking oh I can't even imagine what I felt. What was the
1: what was the one about the funeral? Aye I'll tell that one. Well, I started the first eater. It's dive <laughs> <laughs> uh Aye so I've told this story a few times actually. I just love telling it because my pal says, once he gave me the green light to tell this story, even though it's traumatic for him, I just tell it everywhere I go. I feel like if you're horroring at his grandma's fucking funeral (laughs) story. Uh, So basically, his grandma died, obviously, very sad, just at the start of lockdown, I think it was, or maybe even before that. And uh, we had a big funeral. And he he's got he's got quite a bit of wide family and he's like some of his family members are a bit like a bit mental and he's like he always tells me that they're all fucking mental and he's like they were in control of the the songs they were playing like the funeral and uh, they messed up the song when his grandest funeral was going behind his grandest coffin was going behind the curtain so they messed up the song. When his granddad,
0: <laughs> I'm by the way, I'm looking through the cracks of my fucking fingers here. Like. When his this coffin
1: was gone behind the <laughs> curtain, they messed up the song and they accidentally played "Where Is A Love" by Black Eyed Peas. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fuck sake! What was this all meant to be? I don't fucking know. I don't know how I'd have felt at that point. I get pure upset. It's even if it's a f- if I'm going along for moral support, I end up crying more than anybody uh, does. Yeah. I just get pure overwhelmed. But how
1: do you cry at fucking Fergie? Well, I am gone. <laughs>
0: What's wrong with the world, man? And what was the reaction?
1: Oh, he said it was just he, he was like, "Oh Mark, I was fucking raging because he's just raging at his his cousins and that for <laughs> It was like. <laughs> I was just thinking, imagine the priest just fucking causing it like a fucking rapper.
0: But at least it wasn't something of like mega inappropriate, like high to hell or I something. I know, like.
1: I know, I know. But I think, I think because that's kind of weird. Like, it's no, like, something pure and appropriate. as you uh, say. Yeah, it's actually It's, 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 it's very funny. because is,
0: it, it it's Just It's just, it like Justin Bieber, baby, as the
1: uh, curtain's he closing. And he talks, like, when he's wrapped, he's like, the bloods of the Crips and the KKK. And it's a fucking, <laughs> it's a fucking funeral in Yeah, I'm
0: going to tell you this, this uh, Biscuits one, right? This is, this was one that I basically had flagged up to me. And I'd never heard this before, but I read it, and I was in fucking tears of laughter. Hmm. I suppose it's an embarrassing story. I'm just going to read it This actually did happen to a real person, and the real person was me. I had gone to catch a train. This was April 1976 in Cambridge, United Kingdom, and I was a bit early for my train. I'd gotten the time wrong, so I went to get myself a newspaper to do the, co- the crossword, a cup of coffee and a packet of biscuits, and then went and sat at a table. I want you to picture the scene. It's very important that you get this very clear in your mind. Here is a table... The newspaper, the cup of coffee and the pack of biscuits. There's a guy sitting opposite me, a perfectly ordinary looking guy, wearing a business suit, carrying a briefcase. It didn't look like he was going to do anything weird. What he did was this. (laughs) He suddenly leaned across, picked up the packet of biscuits, tore it open, took one out and ate it. Now this, I have to say, is the sort of thing the British are very bad at dealing with. There's nothing in their background, upbringing or education that teaches you how to deal with someone who in broad daylight has just stolen your biscuits. You know what would happen if this had been South Central Los Angeles. There would have very quickly been gunfire, helicopters coming in, CNN. You know the drill. But in the end, I did what any red-blooded Englishman would do. I ignored it. I stared at the newspaper, took a sip of coffee, tried to do a clue in the newspaper. I couldn't do anything and I thought, what am I going to do? In the end, I thought, nothing for it. I'll just have to go for it. And I tried very hard not to notice the fact that the packet was mysteriously opened. I took out a biscuit for myself. I thought that settled him, but it hadn't because a moment or two later, he did it again. He took another biscuit. (laughs) Having not mentioned it the first time, it was somehow even harder to raise the subject the second time around. Excuse, Excuse me, I couldn't help but notice. I mean, that just really wouldn't work. We went through the whole packet like this. And when I say the whole packet, I mean, there were only about eight biscuits, but it felt like a lifetime. He took one. I took <laughs> I took one. He took one. I took one. Finally, we got to the end. He stood up and walked away. Before he did, we exchanged meaningful looks and then he walked away. And I breathed a sigh of relief and I sat back. A moment or two later, my train was coming in. So I tossed back the rest of my coffee, stood up, picked up the newspaper, And underneath the newspaper was my packet of unopened biscuits. (laughs) (laughs) So, and then it says, The thing I like particularly about this story is the sensation that somewhere in England there has been wandering around for the last quarter of a century a perfectly ordinary guy who has the exact same story except he's now got the punchline.
1: (laughs) Oh my god, that is
0: right, see right. when I read it, i nearly pissed myself laughing, man. Right, I'm just having a wee look through somebody's... Right, this is X rated. <laughs> this is really fucking Go X rated. Mum, Gran, every turn turn off. No. T this is your warning. And if you don't turn off, and that goes for anybody else who knows me in that way. If we're family, is that my phone or yours? No, you're sorry, it's alright turn turn off please right you ready for this one my mom and dad went on holiday <laughs> this guy you're lucky i'm keeping you anonymous you sick bastard <laughs> right my mom and dad went on holiday so my girlfriend stayed with me for two weeks when they came home my girlfriend went back to her house a few days later i was i can't on read this so. a few days later i was tidying my room and i found a pair of her pants <laughs> So me being me and a typical 19-year-old nine, lay in my bed, stuck them over my head and had a wink. After I finished them off, after I finished, I, t- I took them off and opened my eyes to find a cup of tea on my bedside. <laughs> on my bedside cabinet. Unbeknown to me, my mum walked in and made it. Instead of saying it and I walked out, she, was, she- <laughs> she walked oh. over and put the cup down beside me as I was mid-flow at that point I realised she walked in and saw everything now I got to this point and I was like I feel that's an age old urban myth but he's written she never said a word to me but when my friend came round she told him she also, also told all my friends about it at my 21st birthday party and still tells people to this day oh, fuck that's me. fucking nightmare fuel, isn't it. not hey, it that kind of shit gives me the fear
1: I've had a close, a few close calls in that department, but no, I full <laughs> cup of tea, no, a, full, <laughs> full Sunday roast, same <laughs> my bed.
0: Oh, your pants as well. I oh, hope we married that last year, uh, I
1: remember I had a quick story. I remember walking the the way to school? And I used to have me and Paul. My mom used to dress the exact same, and we had these the teeth jackets. Obviously, get slaughtered for them, and it was like ninety percent Velcro. Right, rightfully so. <laughs> <laughs> like the jacket was like ninety percent Velcro, mate. And I was walking to school, and I was three quarters of the way there, right saying hello to cunts in the shop and know that? I go to say my school and I looked down and was a pair of my fucking bogging stinky <laughs> boxers attached oh, to it. Oh, no. <laughs> just hanging <laughs> for me. Just hanging through my jacket. I into the... Oh, fuck. let just have a quick one. I'll just a wee I've got
0: a similar embarrassment to that, but I remember, um, my my gran- I've pulled my mum up for this, man. remember my gran, God love her, thanks very much, gran, but she bought me a jacket for my Christmas. Uh, but the problem was I had four stripes turned the arm. Oh, no. and I was like I'm not fucking wearing that I remember having a yeah. pure standoff on the 5th of January you bastard there boy aye <laughs> I used be the 5th of January 2000 I think I, I would have been like no 9 my mum pure shouting at me and I made pure going back out, and she made me wear it I was fucking raging and then what happened as soon as I walked in <laughs> I can't remember what was said to me uh, nice jacket did you paint the extra stripe on yourself or something I'm like for a fucking 9 year old I think that was Martin McMahon that said that to me which, fair enough, oh, yeah, that's funny. God. Um, This is quite funny. Actually, we've just passed our house, right? So my pal, Suzanne, it stays just near you. Oh, yeah. She ran out of petrol one day, right? And she she was quite far away for the petrol. She was telling me this on Saturday. And it's funnier with the actions. Oh, yeah. But she ran out of petrol, and uh, she had to get the jerry can, or whatever you call it, and go to the petrol station. But she, as she got there, there was, like, a queue of cars, she couldn't figure out the etiquette so she just went and stood behind the car <laughs> and then like every time the car came of forward she took like a sort of extended step one step forward just standing there, fucking like what is what is the process here uh, can you see if you oh, can what, what actually is the process like the cars right. are also the cars are also waiting um, right this comes to you I'm gonna say I'm gonna say her initials so I'll keep her anonymous even though she didn't ask to be anonymous again any family listen turn this off J. Murphy or J. M. Oh, fuck, I've said it now. J. Murphy. I think I won this. I had a seizure when someone went down on me. Don't want to talk about it. It's still a touchy subject. I regained consciousness and the poor cunt was pacing the bedroom on the phone to nine nine nine. No colour on his face. <laughs> Jesus oh Christ! Oh my God, man. Here's another. This is it. In- wants to remain anonymous. Ah, uh, this really made me laugh. I would love to know where this was. Not that I would know. I had to go into a sexual health clinic to ask for an appointment as I was worried I'd caught something. I knew where it was, but I'd never been before, and I was mortified at the thought of being seen. I went in with my head down, staring at the floor, and approached reception. Unable to look up, I said to the woman behind the desk, I need an appointment with a sexual health nurse, please. Nurse? Nurse, please. I have some symptoms. Only to hear the reply, no worries, they're next door. This is a legal (laughs) practice. I've never moved so fast in my life. (laughs) Oh, that's man. funny. That's uh, there's a couple of those, but I'm not sure about. It. There's a few. There's some really fucking mental ones. I think the biscuits one is my favourite. Oh, that's class, man. That's brilliant. I'm Andy Mitchell was funny. That. I once offered a client two hundred and fifty pounds for verbal abuse down the phone instead of verbal advice. Imagine getting that email. <laughs> the second was asking my director, who's very prim and proper, what does heavy petting mean. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, they make me laugh. Can you yeah, think nice. of any before I move on? I enjoyed that. I've put, yeah. I See, how, like, I was saying to you... Is that a funeral story? Is that what you were going to say? How about the funeral thing? No. No. I just, oh, no, that's it. This is something that I witnessed. This is my last one, right? This is something that I witnessed. I've enjoyed this because all The last episodes have been fucking heavy duty. Oh, yeah. Like some heavy subjects. And I was like, I just want to get... I just want to have a laugh at other people's expense. You no, know, there was a time various retellings of this story the details do slightly change right but my pal I'm sure I'm sure Gizzy was there aye because me and Gizzy spoke about it Gizzy if you are listening if I get a couple of these details wrong it doesn't make a difference to the actual whole story right but he kind of jogged my memory so basically we used to get a public bus to school just like a bus you pay on Mm -hmm. for Rob Royston and they I went to school in Bishop Briggs uh, to Turnbull but there was also the buses that took people and they had bus passes and our bus kind of took the same route and one day a boy in our year got on and we were like oh were are you down here and he says oh I missed the bus and I'm like right okay sound and we're just it's a normal day mm-hmm. so we get to Bishop Briggs Cross right and our school our people from our school used to we're off like like Ockinair in Springburn and they fought with people from Milton and they saw these Milton boys walking up to Bishy High this is at Bishop Briggs Cross, right, and we have to, we have to drive through it to get to our school, which is kind of further up. And I don't know what possess- I don't know what possessed him. He forgot what bus he was on, right? He thought he was on the school bus, and he opened the window, and I'm sure he tried to spit at them, right? right? And he's like, fucking Milton Dafty's not it." And the whole time, we're all just watching in a ho- horror, right? Like, right. what the fuck are you doing? Like, because these boys are mental. And. They, it was so funny. i just never forget. They were just kind of looking up at the bus, no getting angry, no really getting animated, no shouting back. They're all just kind of looking at each other a bit puzzled. And then we're stuck at traffic and they all just walked to the bus stop. <laughs> and then I like, think it was at this moment, he's kind of went, oh fuck I'm not on, this isn't a school bus Like anybody can go on this bus <laughs> <laughs> mate God, God, they, God. He, he just kind of sat down right, and like I always remember him like clasping his hands and just pure bowing his head as if like waiting on what he knew he was coming
1: <laughs> waiting And waiting on
0: right, they came on and absolutely barter no that does else want to see it and, and we must have been like 12 or something yeah. or 13 and we're like no 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 and then <laughs> we got to school and I remember kind of being like to him like are, are you coming mate and he just kind of like shook his head and stayed on the bus and just back up the road. <laughs> okay.
1: The school bus.
0: Oh, it was funny, man. That's class. Um, aye, they were funny. Right, we're going to talk about you now. No. less Far less interesting. I know. Obviously, oh, it. I've explained a wee bit in the intro about you and kind of what we will be talking about. But this is that boring. Take us back to the start, brother. But growing up, how it how was like for you because obviously I've spoke to your brother Paul a couple aye. of times and he was one of the first interviews I ever did oh, yeah. and while you have very similar experiences you probably also have very different experiences because you're very different people
1: Right. well what do you mean like just what just it was in like in
0: terms of growing up in, in general because I, I know it's such it is such a lazy podcast uh, no, question Mike no no, no
1: I well I so we well obviously we grew up in uh, Hardridge in Cockler Hill whatever you want to call
0: it. One of the York brothers said you've lived in Softridge, right? Which I'm assuming <laughs> is a joke. <laughs> and I I'm, messaged I'm uh, Paul. I messaged Paul and I went like, I can't believe there's a Softridge Road as well. And he's like, there's no, don't my say road dicks. So uh, there is no such uh, thing as no, Softridge Road. Not, no.
1: <laughs> hardridge, it's actually called Hardridge because it's built on a hardridge. All oh, right. Wow.
0: Interesting.
1: Um, hi. Do,
0: you know, but see, uh, <laughs> do you know how Springburn gets its name?
1: I don't know, but I just think it's a beautiful name for there such was, a um, place.
0: There was, like, some great fire swept through in, like, the 1800s. And the only thing that kind of remained untouched was this wee spring, like, oh. of water. I just made that up.
1: Oh, you're a cunt. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Completely made up. <laughs> don't know how to find I was going to say,
1: it? like, I love how like some That's of the most poetic. mental areas are like have beautiful names like Easterhouse and like Springburn Castle Milk. Uh,
0: like, that, that doesn't even make any sense, does it? It's mm. probably a story.
1: There uh, will
0: be. Oh, that was, oh, was left story. after
1: <laughs> was milk in a castle.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like when people call it Chateau de Lay. That's never, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that never stops uh, I've never me. I've never heard that. Well, Chateau, Chateau de Lay. Or...
1: Um, aye. So I grew up in Harwich. I mean, me and Paul's um, upbringing was, well, Me and Paul were like joined at the hip To be honest we were, like, It was like we were twins Just because my mom would like My two older siblings are like Five, there's about four years between me and my sister And then my sister and my brother Is about a year between them So mm-hmm. me and Paul were like um, My mom would dress as the same and all That was fucking brutal
0: what, is, what age difference is there between you?
1: Two years Two really? years and a month Two years and two, uh, two weeks
0: That is very close uh,
1: It's quite close But I so we just grew up Grew up in your scheme, scheme boy, like yourself, sure boy. <laughs> um, we made it, we made it. I loved it, it was mental, like, see being in that scheme, like, when we were driving through that middle street today, it was, like, it was just insane how different it was and how crazy it was. Like, Paul was talking on his show the other day about, like, dogs, that like, you just get dogs that would hang about with you and all that, and, like, <laughs> they would just hang about with you all day, <laughs> and you're going home, and they like, oh. uh, But I, um, just madness, like, the scheme was so different to what it is now.
0: It is not, like my... Like the way so many places are. So I stayed in Parkhead right. before I moved to Spain. Right. And uh, I may have mentioned that once or twice. Wait, so you were you born in... So I... I, I mine's actually a bit mental, so I, I... You moved a bit a lot. I... Born in... stop oh, thought I stopped recording it. Uh, born in Stobhill in Springburn. And then oh, first okay. lived in Ock I've Lived in curtin
1: was always... Yeah, it's a fun fact. Always a, the destination of our bus that would go by our house. 45? 56.
0: 56, yeah.
1: It's now the 10, but I don't think it goes to the 56
0: went it. to Darnley, didn't it?
1: Aye, Darnley, Ockernill. Aye, yeah. So your your place was just a mad place <laughs> on a bus. Mythical. Like Yoker is, and like aye. the kids. It's There's
0: kids. Like... Because uh, the buses, it went by, so oh, fuck, I can't remember. The, I think the 11 went to Clyde Bank and through Rob Royston, you had the 45, they went to Ken. I still don't know where Ken's head is. No. I don't know where that is.
1: I saw one faithfully the other day. Faithfully like, uh, what the fuck's yes, It's
0: past Clyde Bank. I was like, I
1: said it's like if you try to say Paisley, if you just came at the dentist, like <laughs> <laughs> faithfully.
0: Um, but I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> no, sorry. <clears throat> moved to Essex when I was like five, oh, you're and then moved back room. up to Rob Royston, and then for there, um, okay, no, man. To alone. I know, aye. and then had my f- had flat in Parkhead. España. Aye, and then went to Spania but the, sorry point I was making there was and there, there's a few places list but c- fucking Parkhead and Delmalnock Nora was I mean people might not like this but it was fucking grim like it yeah. was proper throwback to the 70s and then now the regeneration that is mental it's such a nice place even yeah. like Drumchapel uh, my f- family all originally come from Drumchapel
1: yeah.
0: and I went by uh, recently see the street, and I'm like, "What the fuck? This is right. such, this is a, di- a different place."
1: I have got a fucking Starbucks. So well. <laughs> I, I, I That was I seeing, know. Seeing a, Starbucks uh, in uh, a
0: but is a, uh, everyone in Glasgow in like it? Totally different uh, places, but it's good. Um you, so the two you obviously you're involved in, and, and, and while you are your own people, you kind of come as a pair as well. As like a comedy pair and,
1: Aye, aye. Well, oh, you go. Sorry, wait, sorry. Well, I was
0: going to say like. At what point, Because right? i 'Cause I'm We're very kinda... really
1: different growing up with that so No, I sure what I was about.
0: gonna say was see if we use starting to to make comedy and stuff and we'll talk about the shows you've worked on both in TV and live and that but aye, aye. how does that actually happen? Because and I'm and I say this in the nicest way, like what we were talking about in the car, everybody in Glasgow's funny. Everybody's has part or everybody's got a one liner. Uh, but not everybody then goes and actually starts making things like how what was the first thing that he's made and what actually prompted it? Um I well, so I was
1: sitting there uh me and Paul are quite different. Like Paul was always kinda I'm not going to say he was always centre attention, but at school he was definitely the funny guy. I mean he's I think he wasn't like the funniest guy in his high school prom and all that. So Paul was quite kind of do you know what I mean? confident and I'm not saying he was confident, but he was just quite a lot of people liked him. Whereas I was I was kinda always I was a bit of a weirdo in school. Like, I was like I would sit every day in the assembly hall playing piano during you know, my lunchtime, like, and I wouldn't go out. Like, I had pals, but I just was a bit I was I've always been weird and awkward. But
0: Do you just like doing anything unapologetically or...?
1: Aye, aye, but I just I just loved sitting and playing music all, all day. Do you know what I mean? That was kind of my thing. But then over the years, like kind of leaving school when I went to uni, Paul was before well, I went to uni as well, and just like those of TV shows we loved. But, like wow, like Lemmy coming out, like Lemmy was huge. I know you're a huge Lemmy fan right. as well, but for me, Lemmy was just like wow, this is some of the best comedy I've ever seen in my life. And even like that Summer Heights High thing we watched as well with Chris Lilly, this Australian one. I, I was like, wow, that. this is unbelievable. Just stuff like that, I think, kind of influences a lot. And then obviously the the video we did with the wigs on
0: so before we talk about that right you kind of were you saying about I don't know if I'm skipping a bit those no no yeah that. it's fine it's fine Like I, I I love these types of conversations just because it's it's quite hard for me to notice because the information isn't pure accessible everywhere because it is literally right. your opinion and experience right. but see so what you are saying um, that you you kind of like doing your own thing and uh, I, I might be pure reaching here right but that seems to me as if you're like, well, I don't care. I enjoy this. So that's what I'm going to do. And your comedy or stand up and sometimes like the subtlety of it, like the fucking glances to camera when you did Ghost Boy and Quinny, you and know? like just the looks to camera had me pure in tears of Aye. laughter. And that makes me like, do you think then? And, and then watching Lemmy and being exposed to that, God, people listen like spirit that good. Like so, <laughs> say like comedy writing sketches. Like, I, I know you. and they're like formulaic, and it's like people kind of follow the same thing. Whereas you saw, Lemmy, mean, even I when I like anything Lemmy like does, no, right, I fucking tears of laughter. Yeah, yeah. But even me to begin with, I was like. I'm not quite sure how to take this. Like, is this meant to be funny? Uh, Is it meant to just be surreal? And do you think that your personality type and then being exposed to those types of comedy made you think, well, I I can go and make what I think is funny?
1: Definitely. And and I think we all like artists, like you're, you're kind of just, just taking all your influences, putting all together and fucking Mm. a part of you in it. That's what I want to do. And like, see watching like Frankie, like standups like Frankie Boyle, Ken Bridges obviously as well. But, um, Like watching Frankie Boy, I was obsessed with Frankie Boy, and just the way he wrote his jokes Mm. was so fascinating to me. And I just thought they were so clever. And I just was like, "Wow, I want to write fucking jokes like that." That's Mm -hmm. exciting, and it is exciting to like try to formulate a joke and all that doing stand up. So it was like I'd say Frankie Boy in terms of a stand up, he really like took me aback. Um, Obviously, I appreciate all the other ones like Billy Connolly and all that. Like, uh, and then watching Lemmy's show, and I was like, "Wow, this is like it's like." Very layered, and I was like, "This is Aye. it's more than just." And then obviously we both fucking love still game, and we could talk about still game all day. And, and still games just, I think still games, it's no like weird like that, but it's like a mixture of fucking fantastic acting and just brilliant, brilliantly like written scripts and mm-hmm. stories, along with great acting and funny part. Like I think still game, I will always stand up for still game because people shit on that a lot.
0: Uh, mate, I. I but I, love I, heard it. Anyway. I
1: know, but I think a lot of people like. I, I get the critique of it, especially the newer seasons. But I've watched, I watched the newer seasons back recently, a few of them, and I thought actually they're not as bad as I thought they were at the time. Mm. But they definitely were not a patch on no Apache on. 26. six.
0: Well, I think the thing we still game. In my opinion, anyway, is series one to six. It wasn't. A, people, are black, shut the fuck up, right? But I would say it wasn't strictly a comedy. It was a show that you're heavily invested ah, in yeah, and yeah, they touch upon you know all sorts of stuff, but it is, you know, intermingled with pure funny parter and jokes ah, it's and so good, sometimes slapstick and everything. It's just for me, ah, it had so everything. The, the last three series, as was three series, weren't there?
1: Yeah, cause nine in total, yeah. I don't
0: really, watch, I don't really watch them, to be honest, and I felt they were just, they were like trying to be a Mrs. Browns boys and I was like, what the fuck have you done? I just don't think that
1: heart was in it. I just, just, really, no, I, just I, think, I think before so, like that, I, I just yeah. like, I met Ford briefly once, but um, I don't know, they just had just like to, I don't know if it was just like a cash thing mm. but like, um,
0: To bring you back, because I, I, yeah. in a very convoluted way, asked a very complex question, and people will probably still be irritated by how long it took me to get those words out, but it was quite hard to form that, I knew what I wanted to say, but,
1: but I'd like watch people, and I'd watch Lemmy, I feel like, like I feel like people who like let me their whole kind of partner is there's a lot of Lemmy me in me now like Aye. when like see just one thing i noticed him doing is like see when he says something that's kind of cringy he'll do a stupid voice Aye. and it like protects him for the cringiness yep. of what he's saying Aye. Oh, i do lot like of mad voice like or something i mean I, I fucking did it there earlier and i feel like i've adopted that for him and then especially in my stand-up as well i think i've taken stuff kind of Sometimes the way Frankie Boyle sets up jokes, obviously, I'm not try to lift something straight for him. Like mm-hmm. I like to come up with my own stuff. But I watching people, I think, is probably what helped me. Like when you're saying, like, "Oh, how do you know how to?" Just be things like looking at the camera and all that. I think it's just from watching and taking in a lot of fucking mm-hmm. art that you.
0: Yeah, cause just like learning. I've heard people talking. I'm by no means an authority to even pass any sort of educated comment on this, but I've heard people talking about mainly music actually talking about influence and being like there's nothing wrong with having traces of other people's style and like one it's Everybody a compliment does, to yeah. you, somebody has shown you what you like and you go oh I really like that you can also argue don't try and reinvent the wheel and I don't think it's being unoriginal if you're completely copying their part or fair ah, enough yeah. but I, I think structures and stuff is, is fair enough I to definitely. be
1: definitely I think see that in music especially there's only fucking like 13 notes <laughs> Like you can play, <laughs> you know what I mean, so like at some point it's gonna. To... But I mean, if you're just completely copying them, I mean, no, no Gallagher's got done a lot for that. Has he? Eh? Aye, this is. A... But the thing is, I don't know for the summer mate just lets him get away with it because he's written so many good mm. tunes that are me. Any...
0: I saw Ed Sheeran got awfully one the day. What oh, did they? Uh, he was he was up first. I think it was straight up fucking plagiarism, Aye. and the High Court found if basically ruled in his favour. Oh, really? I feel like now, once you were fucking twenty twenty two. Technically, right. Let's say we've got now one hundred years of. I do I say modern. It sounds ridiculous. Modern music, but music being aye, recorded. And, like, aye, do you I, know I mean? wish I was
1: making a tune in the fucking fifties when there was no much like before
0: aye, me. Aye, but so the chances are, as you are saying how many notes is there thirteen? Is it twelve? I can't hear. However, it's many that, it I can is a musician. But, there, but right. it's gonna be a fucking crossover at some point. Although I suppose there are some examples. You are like, nah, mate. You've just you've just really lifted that. um famous thing people shout at you all the time stop filming me Courtney so that that's my question right when you filmed that did you did you go right let's try and break it not break into the comedy but let's try and put a thing out there or did you just think this will be a laugh let's record it
1: I don't I don't think we had any idea like how much people would love that and to fucking how many years later is that five years later uh, for, almost five years later that people are still shouting me that every time i'm out in the town in glasgow
0: for the uneducated who are the the uh the, the people who haven't seen it it is literally a clip I, i'll i'll probably share it in the tweet you might have seen it mm. um it's mad though it's, like i've thought
1: about that over the years like over
0: the last it it's been fucking four years and i'm like I,
1: people still are shouting that just a random lassie's name to me in the street. Right, so Mark, you're, you're in a wig and a dressing gown,
0: and you're aye. playing Paul's mum, and he's playing Courtney. Aye. Um, but see the way they were done, were excellent. Aye, so sorry, I, I've I've interjected there just to sorry, to give my people ADHD's that. these flares
1: up all the time, something like
0: <laughs> that. Just to give people that context. But aye, so did you think this will be funny? Let's just put it out there.
1: Aye, I think just aye, that's all we thought. And then I think it wasn't until it kind of. But the thing was, Paul and Carlin were doing. Film, so they knew how to kind of operate cameras. This is Carlin did
0: especially. This is Carlin Miller, Carlin Paul and Miller. Uh, Mark's cousin. Yes, uh, who's who's always the expert behind the camera. <laughs> so they were doing things already.
1: Aye, but well, the first video was just on the phone, obviously, and then like the characters just. Um, I think Paul wanted to, if you go He's Paul's obviously doing something with the BBC just now. Um, I don't think I'm gonna really talk too much about it. But fuck it, he's doing something with the BBC that's gonna be out probably next year. Uh, and I he initially wanted to bring those characters back, and they uh, like a like a sitcom thing with them would be pretty funny. I think people would probably love that, because uh, that's what people want to hear me day or say talk about mm. Courtney. Courtney, it's
0: is, it is funny, right? it's hilarious. I think that's not to get off pure high and mighty and like, hey, you listening? You could be high and successful just like us, right? But I, I would say it, and I, obviously I don't fucking mean it like that. But that, were you doing that, and where what that's going to? It's just an example of if you're doing something, you're creating something. Just go and make it. Doesn't need to be perfect. Aye. Doesn't need to be pure studio quality. Definitely. Just go and make it. If it's and if it's funny, it's funny. Don't
1: get hung up on whether it's fucking successful on social media or no, Just do it. Exactly. Just enjoy the process. And I still, I still struggle with that. The like I can't I, really, I can't really preach about that, but I just know that that's Aye. the case. I know that if you
0: I, I live I, in the I, moment. I, I have struggled with that at times, but I have to say we're doing what I do anyway, starting it was the process. Yeah. So I cared about. That's why I had Tame Impala as the, the intro. And I was like, no cunts going to ever listen to this. So it doesn't make a fucking difference. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and even now, my favourite thing is, it, it's nice when people listen. It's nice because I keep getting featured on Apple and stuff. You're know, like, uh, yeah. Those are nice, nice things. And they give you a nice wee buzz. But for me, 99.9%, it's, it? it's it's just making it. That's what's, what's good about it. Um, I, I'm quite interested. I've never heard this for your perspective. So, when was the big thing? P- people make Glasgow. Was that the thing that came kinda... out?
1: Well, we um we did a. So I like you're saying like I know obviously the way we patronize you can do this too. <laughs> yeah, but, um, but hey, it's true. Little you little can. Guy. You literally can. You can just like, with TikTok now, you can literally just you can. You don't even need a fucking camera. I was even thinking I was making sketches last week with my pal. I was like do we even need this big fancy camera and all that I was like all the effects on you know on the phone these days yeah. <laughs> um but I anybody can fucking do it what was your question I'm sorry I'm just uh, to... about
0: the when you then did the people make glass uh, girl video
1: well we did a couple more Courtney Courtney one sorry Courtney and a mop with a camera oh you had this and funny. that's what right, it felt me like alright we're doing sketches uh, now, this uh, is uh, quite uh, cool so we did that then the ghost boy one then ghost boy and Quintana uh, uh,
0: funny as fuck like uh, I just uh, find that amazing
1: and then we did the People Make Glasgow moment, which was all done on the phone. And that was like, that really obviously like, that was crazy. And I remember, me, I mean, I just drove about my shite wee motor all day with Paul and his pal Lana. We just went to different locations, filming it on the phone. Uh, aye, and then that night, we're like, whoa, this is going crazy. And that was like the first, obviously the Courtney one and all that was like, we started getting a wee bit. Like when I went out and all that, I was like fucking getting recognised i I've and all that, like in Firewater and it was so it was bizarre. Yeah, no, I fucking I don't I don't like it at all. Do too. you not know, like it?
0: No. I have to uh, I like I it. I mean it's
1: nice it's nice it's nice. I like uh, when somebody comes up to you and goes, oh, I love your stuff, whatever, I love your podcast or I love, saw you doing stand up and you are brilliant, whatever. Like I like I like that, of ah, course. Yeah. I just I just don't like I've always been a very like Overly self aware person before any of this happens, right? Mm. So this kind of just exacerbated it and made it like so. Th- see, even if somebody's walking by me and just has a long glance at me I'm... in the street, that that overthink that more like even though they're just walking by me, they might go, "Oh, that's like that And they're just going, "Oh, that's that guy." Does that thing? Head, I'm just like, away <laughs> hey, not... me, you people, running back alleys time. in the turn. Like, let me like. <laughs> What you have seen that one when he's I, getting stories? What, what, like, what I've done my life. Like that.
0: What have I done?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I, it's, oh, I can't, I'm, I'll can't never complain about it because it is. I'm gradually getting more recognition on the stand-up circuit mm-hmm. and it's like, I have this part of it, do you know what I mean? Maybe it's just going to get worse. And I think also, because Paul, since Paul's kind of mm-hmm. went up another level mm-hmm. of people knowing who he is, it's absolutely helped me Right. me. Not made it worse but it's like it as like more people go oh, you're Paul, Paul Black's brother as well do you know what I mean? Because so like, uh, you're involved with Paul, Paul's really like Paul can't really go anywhere with it people would shout mm. in Glasgow anyway.
0: Get bit, that would get a bit
1: annoying. I don't Paul think Paul doesn't like it either. I said to him the other day I was like you can because we, we were in a club or something he's like dancing away and all that and I'm like sometimes can I if there's constant looking at you it's a bit he's like He's like, no, Mark, I hate it as
0: well. I just
1: mm. act like I don't.
0: Because it, it's. Aye, no. It,
1: it, no no saying people say nice things to you, but it's like, it's mere just the uh, people looking at you. Bye, sorry, you're, if I'm going to have fucking tangents, like, a fucking like so. tangent.
0: Sorry, I mean, by the way, to be honest, see if people have listened this far, it's because they're enjoying it. So it doesn't right. really matter That's where it true, goes yeah. anyway. Um, I, I really enjoy these, though, because I feel like recently. What I've the majority of what I've been doing, which is fine, and you you have to ad, I have to be adaptable. This isn't a fucking interview for me, but I have to be adaptable and depending on what I'm talking about, do you need to be more structured? Do I need to stick to a your running uh, order? Yeah, and right. every now and again, it's nice to just fucking uh, sit you can back ask me and, just, me chat. and just
1: fucking whatever
0: order you want. What's your pin number? <laughs> <laughs> um, and where's your card? I think you so got a fucking card. actually. Um, with see with the pity, so pity party was your show that was in BBC One Scotland to you Paul Kendra oh aye, aye. um nineteen how see so that's quite mad so people might still see that it's it's occasionally repeated in it on uh, BBC Scotland
1: aye uh, not right now actually
0: what was the script with that did they just come to you and go right can't make something or did you go to them. <laughs> No, Could the I BBC are notoriously like, fucking difficult. Like, oh, it's, stuff? it's
1: a hard. It's no easy. Like, it's, uh but to be fair, Paul's probably the better person to ask for all lot. But I, I do know, like, that we we did the sketches, did a few short stuff ones that like we did the neighbours one, and then BBC. Paul was in talks but Paul has been so <clears throat> lucky and he's grateful of so that he has Cathy uh, which is his Welsh producer.
0: I would love to ha- how'd you get a hold of one of these one Jeez, of these producers aye. that help you with all sorts I of stuff? I know
1: that's what I fuck I need a fucking PA honestly. If
0: there's anybody who's listening who would uh, who would like to get involved.
1: Kathy, Paul met Cathy at like G Mac, which was a film charity Paul was working at. So aye. essentially Paul did a job where he was basically doing shity admin work, but in a in a kinda establishment that was aye. funding filming and stuff he wanted to do. Yeah. And he gradually, so he met people. So he met Kathy through there. She worked there and they started working together because obviously Kathy saw potential in him Mm -hmm. and me as well, like, saw potential in us. So she helped because she's made a couple of feature films. So she was helping him with the communication with the BBC, going to meetings and stuff and saying we could do this. And she's quite uh, forthright. She's quite, like, which is what you need. Do you know what I mean? Definitely. I mean, sometimes in the past she's been a bit too much, like, like almost like shouting at the BBC like
0: give a fucking show. That's <laughs> give my boy a fucking show. It's like holding him by the collar, <laughs> <laughs> taking him back <laughs> up by the school. Scruff, by the neck. no. That's a funny thing, and and that it's actually well, it's actually a great point, and one that I've never that I've always thought of but never actually organised or put into words. Yeah. That because we always talk about right. So what's the first step? Of, breaking down the barriers that are put in place by traditional media and first of all it's right get yourself noticed be disruptive uh, and show them look what i'm doing this is this is getting bigger numbers or, or more uh returning viewers or listeners or whatever than any of your fucking shows are getting but then what happens okay so the door's open but then what and it's like People don't know what to do, because why would you? Because mm. how would you know you need to be aggressive? How do you know you need to speak to this person? How do you know you need to be like? Here's what I want, and y- you kind of do need something in your corner. He's very fortunate to, and, and, as is she, fortunate to have to have him and to aye, have aye. you. But um I that, definitely, that's not
1: bad. You did, I think you need you just need a wee bit. Of, you need a fucking push in the right direction. Aye. and you, right? you need somebody Everybody who's
0: does. who's willing to take go through those doors with and, and, and instigate those conversations so as i repeat i feel like i'm <laughs> i'm doing very well uh, as i am but if anybody wants to collaborate then i'm all ears man i'm all yeah. ears to, to new things um stand-up comedy you, right for anybody listening if you ever get a chance to see mark you see him advertised anywhere i'm not just saying this You're they have to it. I, i'm not we'll argue about this all day you have to go and see him we went to see him, see it, it was just a, a work in progress aye, at the drag game. It
1: was just game. a wee, like, um, what do you call it? Improv?
0: No, no improv. What do you call it? New material. New material. Like, nah,
1: said, like,
0: everybody was laughing, but I was... I, I, maybe it's because we have got the same sense of humour. But I was just pure screaming my laughter. Like, if I can... No, I knew you would enjoy it. If I can poorly tell one of your jokes back to you when you no, said... What was it? Um, you're like, Aye. It's a shame not being able to see my gran for the last two years because I was terrified I was going to kill her. And I also didn't want to give her COVID. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I find that hilarious.
1: I uh, know that one does go down well, I think.
0: Ah, uh, it's funny, man. Yeah,
1: so you, I mean, you wanted it was a bit more long-winded the way you did it, but I thought it was quite good. That's, so I might change, tweak the way I say it a wee bit more like you said. Ah, it. uh,
0: it's funny. But it was funny, and your stuff about mm. the dog and all that. And... It's just, it's, that's a lot... I suppose when my, I I've got major
1: ADHD, right, and it's it's not diagnosed, but I know I have it, right. They right. fucking text every two minutes, or something like that. <laughs> um, and I'm like, "Can I? Can I kinda epitomizes my brain a wee bit? Like my stand up was kind of like jumping from this to that. Was like, so my granddad did uh, my dog is shagging dogs. My, my, <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> That's just the first thing it, I said when I went on the stage. And, <laughs> and there you go. And
0: there's there a preview to the show. Granddad <laughs> shagging dogs, and we'll give we'll give no more context <laughs> than that. <laughs> what do you know? What I'm I'm keen to ask about because I don't understand it. What is the thing you used to do with Fly Open Air? Did you create? Did you do Ghost Boy and Quinny? To sorry, you're talking about Riverside or are you talking about Fly? Because f- oh no, we did both. Aye. Right, so so Fly Open Air is like a, a dance house techno festival. Aye. kind of Edinburgh based? Aye. Is it over that way? And then you have got Riverside, which is at um, the fucking the transport museum. Aye. What what did you do something of character to promote those?
1: No, well, um, first of all, I'll say fucking Flyer. The one might be going to in and April has been now been cancelled. But he's given as he's his guest list to the other one in May. Why is it cancelled? Because they've, they've added a new one called the, well, the the return of the Slam Tent. But it's no like like a new thing for Fly. So it's like the their main events like their May one, right, okay. and their. Uh, winter one or whenever it is September are the ones where people are invested in so they've struggled with ticket sales right. so anyway do you know what date it is in May 21st, May, 21st and 22nd of May Hopeton House in Edinburgh
0: 21st and the 22nd of May, Hopeton House in Edinburgh, fly open air. It's it's obviously going to be a very good thing. Right. If any country flies listening, I have just gave you a plug. So I'll also take a plus two guest list, please. <laughs> Surely one of you can sort that. Oh, I would get you one. Right, you can sort is it for that then? Um, what was it you did?
1: I um, so with the Riverside one. That was that was. I feels like fucking years ago we did that. Now. Um, so the guy Paul just said to me one of these guys wanted, guys ever side wanted to do an advert where two ghost boy characters because we'd only done I think it was after see we did, when we did the parody the underground party scene one aye that's uh, aye and they contacted us and they were like oh, I was thinking this idea like used because obviously Paul was maybe I'm a DJ mm-hmm. DJ was it Kappa or something Cap uh, <laughs> <Kapitraki>. um <laughs> Aye, so they just asked us and then they took us in for a meeting They're like, oh, we've got this idea And that was mental, that was that was the most insane day of my life Like, And I, I remember it vividly Because vividly, it was the day, do you remember that? I don't want get fucking morbid here But the day that guy in New Zealand went in and shot all the cunts in the moss Fuck aye It was that day, I remember it And we went in, in a helicopter, tour of Glasgow I thought it was a helicopter Aye, and it was insane it was, And the guy, Carrick, his name's Carrick He's heavy sound guy, he's the like, filming it he's just just this mental guy who's like, Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get them to take one of the doors off so I can hang out of the helicopter on like a hoist thing nah. to take good shots. Fuck like, oh sake. for fuck's sake. But then when we go there, the guy's like, Nah, it's too dangerous to do that. Aye. But the door was already taken off, so I was sitting in the back of the helicopter like that, and it was I'd tell you it was like feeling like minus fucking ten Mate, like that. The, the-, the wind and he's like like get some power, but <laughs> minus ten degrees. I'm like that fucking.
0: <laughs> mate, never mind the temperature. Like ah, I'm terrified of heights, right? Oh, it was Sean. Sure, no, I'll tell you, it was. That heights is one thing, but see, no feeling secure. Like I could live. i will never go going a helicopter. No, to fuck a- I, I, I'd never- that.
1: i would never Kobe hanging on that. Mate. Aye, no, no. It was. It felt horrible. You would need to it pay was, like, me. Like, <laughs> You'd need to pay me. Flying, so silly a snowstorm. When we go to Glasgow, mate, like as much as I could enjoy the views could see seeing Glasgow in the pure, clear sky for that angle. Aye, you, like, that would be amazing. It was it was amazing, but oh my god,
0: helicopters are not for me. No. I would like a shot in that. Have you seen the Loch Lomond seaplane? Aye. And it, it takes over on, on the loch, but then it it oh, sometimes circles class. over the city. So if no, you if can they get they, that in a
1: seaplane because they can land on water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how how there. It goes more. Right. I
0: you know. Ah, that's a fucking great point. I remember seeing this this year playing land on the River Clyde once. Uh, this was like two thousand and eleven, and I could not believe what I was seeing. And you go.
1: Aye, so we and then Fly Festival. Uh, we did an advert for them. Basically, Tom Tom Kelly, who runs it, uh, he wanted to just get like some of the Twitter kind of funny. twitter Ah, Twitterati. To do a video together, so we got me. Paul, my brother, Paul Dock, the York brothers, Evan Riley, Big Miz. Am I missing
0: one person? No, I think that's it, isn't it? Whoever's missing is probably shouting. If I listen I know, to it getting annoyed. annoyed. Sorry if you'd be missed it. Um
1: I no, and that was good. That was I thought that turned out really funny actually. Me and Paul were just a kinda of small part of the start, but like, um I I thought it was really good. Like Evan Denny's gangster mob boss voice and like Ah, there Some right. wee kid just causing a problem. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've not actually seen that on it. You're going watch it? it. No. it is class, it's funny. Well, yeah. um, are you? You mentioned you can. Well, I'm going to ask you a question. You can not say yes or no. Much. You mentioned that you were wanting to do a, a show at the Edinburgh Fringe. All right, I'm going to be. I'm going to put on a wee small show, solo show. Uh, I'm
1: not sure of the venue yet, but it'll probably be like between 100 and 150 tickets. Mm-hmm.
0: So, Hopefully try and sell that out. That would be great. People need to keep an eye out for that. I'm sure you've sell that out straight yeah. away, no doubt. Just say there's, just lie and say there's a special guest. Lewis Capaldi's backing you up. My <laughs> brother. <laughs> <What a problem. laughs> <laughs> fuck guy. I always see every time and a a pure takes an in. No, no in a bad way, but I just yeah. think you're the funniest in the family. You've got to pick somebody. He's always like, no, he fucking is I'm like, he is.
1: No, but Paul, Paul did make the point. He was like, he was sitting on Riley's podcast. He was like, "He was like, because Paul was always a funny one." And then he's like, "Mark, you can fucking speak languages, you can fucking play guitar." And all that. He's like, "Give me something." <laughs> <laughs> it's just me, <laughs> but I, by the which way, I get, but like, I don't give a fuck. I want to do comedy. It might be funny me?
0: as well. I feel like we have overlooked that a very talented musician, but you are also multilingual, French and Spanish. Just yeah, right, know. Well, I suppose we, on me, I,
1: have... I think it was just like your Spanish is. Much better than your French, and I'm the other way running it. Aye, I'll, aye I'll but your
0: Spanish is very good, though. Sorry, man. You have to oh, give. Aye, good. It's known um, your, your French is a lot better than me Mate, I was. Um, like, I was at the opposite way I, I was in there. Uh, where was I? I was at a, just in a night out in town, and my mate Phil, his, his pal, was there, right. and he's French. Right. And I took the opportunity because I was like, oh, no way. And I just wanted to have a chat with him. And somebody leaned in, right, and went like, ah and I turned around. she went I study French at uni and business and you're just making noises and I was like sorry what like what the, what the fuck and I actually said I was like je suis très désolé mais right. je ne comprends pas qu'est-ce que le problème je, je parle français avec mon copain that's what I said to her and he's like I am from Paris he is speaking French right. like what are you talking? And, and then she went over her pals no, right. and then I said i it him,
1: actually said that to me before so maybe it's the same I was aye maybe <laughs> she's oh. going to ah. go I, mate,
0: fucking I, I was so fucking... She was like a grinning. I was so fucking affronted. And I was like... No, that way I was like... Hold I, I was like... mean like I, like... I was like... Aye, pure try to think... And it went over our wee daft pals and then pointing over. And at this point, the music's loud. <laughs> There's no possibility of me explaining <laughs> what's happening here. And I was like, I have just been pure belittled no. for absolutely no reason. So... She I,
1: can I get just its It's hard that like, I've realized over the years, just not trying to know to take when you take, I mean, take things to heart, it just doesn't help at all. Like, just like anybody's negativity is just completely, it's just like a mirror, isn't it? It's just I, like I, I just reflecting their insecurity. Like, why well, he speaks the language, like I've always felt that as well because I feel like it's quite a, it was always, I think, back like, see, all like the fucking Prime Minister and all that, and the Queen, they all speak fucking brilliant French. That is and The Queen speaks, see, we watch the Queen In a speech in French. Aye. Pronunciation is almost impeccable, and what's his name, Prince Philip? His French phenomenal because they get taught it for a young age, and, like, and it always seemed as kind of an elitist thing to speak another language. But, and it's, I think, a lot of people look at you like, like you speak fucking French, especially because Mace Cuts hated French at school, and I fucking loved it. It was I, like the subject I love as well as I, music. I
0: liked it, and then I watched it. I was all right. the reason my French got a bit better was because when I first moved to Spain, the people I worked with didn't speak English, and I soon established that French used to be the second language of Spain, so anybody 40 up had probably the same amount as I did, and it got to the point where I was like, fucking lonely as fuck every day, and so I would be like, sitting in this staff room like, I need to have something to be able to say here, and what I was doing was going up the road and learning a phrase. Each day and right. coming back and eventually it kind of builds and builds and then what had French pals and stuff that I kind well, of can practice I say with about your,
1: your Spanish though because your Spanish is like fucking amazing like like really 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 good Um thanks yeah thanks but I so, so you see so when you went to Spain and yeah. I I wanted to ask you when you went to Bar- was it Barcelona you went to, aye. Aye. Uh, did you did Was your live of Spanish like next it's to nothing? It was, was it zero, mate.
0: Like... I could tell you the words I knew. I knew uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, cinco, seis, because of that song.
1: <laughs> um,
0: and that was as far as I could Aye. get. I had hola, adios, amigo. You've um, got the
1: accent really doing well as well, I think. Uh, but like, it, it makes so, a difference.
0: I spoke, my mum's in holiday, my mum's in Estepona and uh, I had to speak to a taxi driver, and he was like, "And allow me this, listeners. But he's like, "Fear, your Spanish is amazing." He's like, "You've got an unusual accent." Like he's like, "Where are you? Are you Scottish as well?" And he was like, "You sound a bit Portuguese." And I was like, "That is the Scottish coming through." But when I speak Catalan, people get freaked out because yeah. they're like, "You sound like you're from Barcelona." And my theory on this is, I have I've got pals from Argentina, I've got foreigner pals who speak uh, Spanish, and way. I think I was picking it up for everybody, and I have just get this weird. Because people are always like it, Italian, Portuguese, I'm like no, mate, no. Rob Royston. I
1: know it's <laughs> a Tan, I know probably. Um,
0: yeah. Aye, but the uh, I knew I knew a couple of other things. I knew Fresa because I liked the wee Fresa Cali- uh, Calipo when I was on holiday. Oh, yeah. I knew Naranja for the same reason, and then that was kind of. Oh, yeah. But I, I didn't know anything. Um I come what I mean. Spoke about it many enough times now. I think aye. I must have some capacity. people always go called definitely. People always say, well, you only speak like, God, you live there. And I'm like, well, two points to that is I've got loads of pals that don't, that live there. What and does that two. I mean what you only speaking you live I there. know. <laughs> like... And they're basically saying, like, you're better, your Spanish is better than mine because you've lived there. And I'm like, well, I speak Italian quite well. I mean, I've never fucking lived in Italy, mate. So right. how does that one work? So, I fine, cool. Aye.
1: No, I, I, mate, I love it. I could talk about learning languages all day. Like, I, true, I suppose I, I did it like, obviously, when I was good at French at school and then I went, I didn't went and did at uni. And it was, it was to be honest in Glasgow Uni, it was just full of fucking. It was just Glasgow Uni was not the place for me, man. I should have went. I, should, I really should have went to like Heriot Water, Edinburgh, or somewhere like to get that uni experience. Mm. And also because Glasgow's quite pretentious, and they have to have this whole culture side of the language. Whereas I literally would love to just sit in a room
0: personally and talk. talk and they wanted their they, they cheese and wine in french no
1: well they want well they want they want fucking it's the same in that spanish Well, all did spanish at uni but i stopped doing spanish at a certain point uh they just want to fucking teach you about like spanish fucking poetry for the 1500s and i'm like that's obviously interesting to certain people but for me the lab is just totally just invested to speak it. in the language mm-hmm. so when i went my year abroad it was obviously class because i just went for a whole year speaking French, working in primary schools, meeting as mm. of cunts. Just absorb like when you go there, you just absorb so much I learned so much more than fucking our long grammar classes oh, every day. Like
0: Well I like I I've never done any classes. And I kinda I now have as a point of principle, I'm like, I'm never doing any yeah, lessons you know. now. Um just for my own sort of self-satisfaction. But I remember the the company took it that I went over to work with, they would provide us with one hour lessons and you would have to log on it was in Skype and it was I can't remember if it was fucking it wasn't a one on one was it anyway I learned nothing yeah. and I didn't even know it I remember them explaining about out right, and I'm like I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about like <laughs> I, I don't know how I would describe this in English never mind Spanish I think my, my grasp of the English language both written and, and uh, spoken is strong but I was like I, I actually don't know what the fuck's a past participle uh, I, I still don't know what that
1: is I do but I, that's because I studied it but like like you're saying, see the older you get as an adult, it becomes more confusing when you're Aye. looking at all this stuff. See, when you're the younger year, that's why they say younger year, because it's just noises. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? But see, when you're older and you're looking at these fucking verb tables, you're like, what the fuck is this? This is mm. so tedious and boring. I don't, don't want to learn
0: any of this. I literally just learned through being corrected Aye. and listening. Exactly. Um, Aye. That you mean, you've done it the right way. Being told. Yeah. Um, but as a funny, like I identified or, or sort of stumbled upon age-old practices for learning languages that I didn't even know and then I, I read about them later on and was like oh i have fucking doing that the whole time right. for example before I go to sleep I'd have I'd talk to my It sounds mental, right but I'd talk to myself in my mind in my head I'd just have a conversation with myself In know language, in a foreign language I know that in a language. language I, I, I would <laughs> be like I would be like it's time to set this place on fire. <laughs> but I'd be like, I'd have this conversation myself and then you eventually, you hit the wall because you're like, oh fuck, I know what I want to say now, but I don't know how to say it. So then you go and learn and it's like, it's honestly like building the bricks of a house and really like, right, I don't have this, so I need to go and learn it. Another one was, I would have, um, well, I mean, I would I would find, what do you want to go and say? A phrase, learn it and then go away and practice it. Um. oh fuck what was the other thing I was going to say oh I just hearing the noise people people underestimate hearing the noise I remember being like to somebody what does cacahuetes mean I was like fucking words been in my mind for and this was one of the first things I'd ever learned I was like what does cacahuetes mean and somebody went peanuts and I was like I'll never forget that as long as I live now because that noise is just it's ingrained there's actually a few things I know how to say and I don't actually I've never bothered to go and find out what they 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 mean mean, but there's a, a there's a couple of words um even one another one I learned straight away I was like desafortunadamente. De I remember that. that it's was, a fucking it's belt so long. Aye, like, it's wow, a belt of a word, and it's like I've I've never forgotten it. Right. Same as like in English, though anti disestablishmentarianism Because yeah, exactly. I remember just learning it and being like, oh, that's that's never fucking leaving my mind.
1: Always well, words as well that are hard to pronounce. I always found that they always stick in my mind. And the word for squirrel in French is actually squirrel is really hard for us French person to pronounce it as well as it is for us to pronounce. So you say squirrel in French. How do they say it? Écureuil
0: Écureuil
1: oh, You fucking nailed it first The two words that French people ask you To pronounce is that And the word for uh, kettle You fuck You actually nailed that pronunciation Yes right? Écureuil Aye yeah. And then the kettle Do you know what a kettle is? No. It's bouilloir 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 Bouilloir
0: that's, there you go see I don't know why I've got the mad throat things and that you can, you can you can either get it or you can't
1: it's
0: hard because like, people really it. I've got a funny story because the, the Spanish find it difficult as well and I think th- they probably then are impressed when we can kind of do theirs aye. and um, as a pal of mine and she was asking about what's your favourite food in Scotland and I was like I was kind of trying to explain I was like Look, I don't fucking eat it every day and I was bit like, but square sausage mm-hmm. Roman square sausage that's my like I said to her, like when I go back to Glasgow, it's the fucking first thing Rolling Square sausage so like, and I can't iron brew. She's like, How you say? So, like, <laughs> so I was like, um, sausage. And she's like, She'd never, it's no, it's not really a sound in Spanish. So uh, yeah. she's like, sausage, <laughs> right? <laughs> and mate, you know, my impressions of how people say how good, right? That's and she went, Sauce, and I was like, No, no. And I said, Sausage. And I went, J-, and she's like, Okay, and then I went, look, I went, copy this, and I went, sa, 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 j, sausage. Oh, sorry. And <laughs> I was like, get okay, fuck. All right, all right. You're just probably uh, never going to be able to say this word. Ah, uh, <laughs> it's like, my t- I
1: remember my teacher in the primary school, like, she was saying the word count. Like, in French, the word count is comte, which is that sound, right? Oh, yeah. So she's trying to say the word count in English, which is me count.
0: Makes me like a, sh- a chanson.
1: I count, and she's gone. Can't! and She's screaming in a kid's face. Can't!
0: Can't! She's screaming cunt in his face,
1: and I'm just standing there howling. But it's, I love it. I just love the all the like the things about language. I just I
0: know and the differences in that. Did you ever teach uh, kids in France like parler basically?
1: No, like Scottish patter Like we did learn that. It's funny what you mean. You find out what they think of Scotland would sing, like, these stupid songs. Like, you remember singing a song that was just like, where is the monster, the Scottish monster in Loch Ness? <laughs> that was the end of the song. Yeah. It was just, like, their perception of what Scotland was is just obviously very
0: stereotypical. Well, the Catalans have got pretty much a similar uh, thing me of us as well in terms of stereotypical, but as viewed through the prism of, or the paradigm of being Catalan. Right. So as soon as you see a Scottish, it was, like, and this was f- not so the referendum was a it was a year away. Oh, yeah. And it-, it had just sorry, I'm-, I'm I'm just thinking in my head, right, in timelines, just in case anybody's interested, but the whole independence conversation wasn't it actually a massive thing Catalonia, pre twenty tw- tw- twelve, thirteen pre enough, that. Yeah. And and it was um it was kind of long story short maybe people have got differences in opinion but these are kind of statements of fact that the Spanish government started kind of antagonising the Catalans the Uh, Catalan parliament by things about language laws and all these kind of things and and they stoked the fucking flames and they kind of made that happen because before that people didn't really give a shit um, but they would, so it was around about that time, though, and they'd be like, Oh, yeah, William your Wallace, independence? Like, yeah, you, you must serious. want the same for yeah. Catalonia. And I, when they'd asked me, like, I'd say I was pro independence, and then I'd be like, To begin with, I'd be like, Well, I think it's f- a lot more complex than that. I don't think the countries are just Catalonia right. a fucking country. I'm like, I don't think it's very comparable situations. And I very quickly learned, Nah, don't say that. Just agree right, with them. Just, Whatever they say, right. just agree with it. And um, get yourself a fucking life Well, I found it fascinating
1: when my ex used to live in Morthia, right? And I was. I was heard People told me That it was quite a, it was a kind of bubble That like closed off town hmm. It was I liked it there I mean, it was fucking roasting It was like Just off the coast Near Alicante And it was like She was American She wasn't Spanish um, And They had all the Spanish flags And I was like oh, is that the equivalent Of like having a Union Jack Opposed to a, Like people draping Spanish flags at their windies mm-hmm. Like Is that the kind of Equivalent of here Where we have our Soul tyre And then the other person Has got a Union Jack Aye. It's like pro Spain And pro I was, that's mad there. So that seemed like that term was pretty. I don't want to say like the equivalent of Lark Cold.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was honest about to say Lark Yeah, I mean, I mean, you walk down any street in Barcelona, and you're going to see the, a Catalan flag in yeah. some some um, form. It's it's actually mental. You see quite a lot of salt tiles. You'll see. Oh, the yeah you'll see the, and I think it's them's suggesting, an, I mean, it could very well be a fucking Scottish person, oh, yeah. but I sometimes wonder if it's some suggesting like a sort of affinity. It's very, very rare. If you see a Spanish flag, you're like, no way. <laughs> it's kind of like seeing a Celtic at Rangers talking holiday. You're like, look, uh, yeah, like, yeah, if you point yeah. pointing out, you're like, that's the wow, That's mental. They're bold, they're brave to be having that. Um, a fair play for anybody that's listening to us, it, just pure wax no. and lyrical bit language. Oh, that's something I wanted to tell you. you know, I've told this story before, but when I was teaching English in the school and they were like, yeah, <laughs> like teach them some Scottish words and all that and I think they were wanting me to say things like okay I don't know, and all that but I was teaching them bob bag" and rocket and daft <laughs> and stuff, right? No way, and yeah. I swear to fucking God. I can't remember if my mate Stuart was with me. But it was at the time that my pal Stuart was staying staying with me for like two weeks and I had a flat Avenue Avenida Gaudi, right? And it's right at Sagrada Familia. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's a weird one because when you I mean through my balcony you could see it, right? And i I'm talking your fucking 250 yards away is as Cigar so Familia
1: like the well I've been I've been to Barcelona once the so,
0: right, right at the basically the the, the church yeah, aye or what the fuck do you call it like it's uh, Basilica status yeah. anyway once you get past a certain point there are no tourists it's the weirdest thing aye. it's like I don't know an oceanic current but in human form right there's just no tourists <laughs> And uh, I was kind of walking up that way and just, I just heard a voice, like a kid's voice go what's happening, Bob? And like, honestly, <laughs> and this was uh, two and a half years after I'd stopped like- working there. But my head's fucking nearly swiveled off my shoulders. I was like, what the fuck? Because it was in a pure Catalan voice and it was a wee guy and I was like, straight away I saw him and I was like, and I, the reason I pure remember the wee guy is because he stood it to me. He was a Bayern Munich fan. He pure loved Bayern Munich. And a right. city full of Barcelona fans. That's fine. And I was just like, no way, yeah, that's mental. I've taught him that. Um, right, mate. We have went on for an hour and ten minutes. This is possibly the most haphazard episode I've ever recorded, and I like it. I'm happy. with it. it. It's been good. Would you come back? Definitely not. <laughs> no, of course I'd come back. Would you recommend me a family a friend? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, recommend uh, me for what? I hear you wonder. Uh, no, thank you, mate, for chatting. No, this has been. You, this has been fun. Let's get back out oh. mm-hmm. Get you, get you, untied. <laughs> get you unchained. Oh, thanks, mate, and thank you again for listening to Bletherd. And we'll be back with another episode soon. Cheers.
1: Bletherd was written, recorded, and produced by Sean McDonald in association with The Big Light music and post-production by Brian McAlpine and for more information, go to thebiglight.com. If you like this podcast, please check out all our other series including Talk Media You Could Start a Fight in an Empty House Talking Derry Girls, Brave Your Day, The Tartan Noir Show Double Scotch, Great Scott Trust Me I'm a Leader, Unearthed A Sonic Hug and Old School, all on The Big Light Scotland's podcast network From the Big Light Studio.